What's going on, everyone? It's Buddy McGee here with the Buds and Sports Podcast for another edition of Spuddy's Quick Picks. It is week five. Time to go over last week's record of my picks. Um, Last week was... I was in ballpark of who's going to win. And the spreads is just the over and unders I did terrible at. That was my weak, weak point last week with the over and unders. Eh, I think over and unders are probably one of the hardest ones to pick because... All it takes is a team to be out of sync, and your over-under is basically flawed. So, um, yeah, it, it it went from I picked the right winners for the most part, mediocre off the spread, then tanked it at the over-unders. My record last week for week four, I was 10 for six of straight picks. Using the spreads that were given to me at the time I did the episode, I'm eight and eight, so average. And picking the spreads was a low six and ten, not really terrible with the um, over and unders, but I always like to be positive and be on the positive side of the thing. So, yeah, um, week four is in the bag. We are now entering past the first quarter of the season, entering the second quarter. We just did an episode recapping the, all the first quarters of the season. Breaking down every division, see who's it, who's not, who's hot, who's not, yada, yada, yada. Made some predictions. So um, before I start this episode, go ahead and check that out. It's the first quarter recap. Um, We had a special guest, our good friend Earl. He came by, came, chatted up with us. Um, It was a nice, lengthy episode, so... Go ahead, check it out. On that note, let's get the picking. Starting off week five on Thursday night, we got a division rival matchup. Los Angeles Rams versus Seattle Seahawks. Um, Rams coming off a, uh, I want to say embarrassing uh, loss at home against the Cardinals. They handled them all game. Rams didn't have an answer, so bounce back season will be here in this week. And they're going against the Seattle Seahawks, who just beat the 49ers in division match. So maybe momentum going into a division matchup against the Rams goes into their favor. I say Rams come back from last week and uh, handle the Seahawks. I don't think the Seahawks are that good this year. There's always going to be a chance with Russell Wilson at home, but as a team as a whole, they're not as terrorizing as they were in in the last few years. The defense looks off. Offense is not clicking as it usually does. It's really Russell Wilson making plays happen, I feel. So I got the Rams. Um, I got their spread, too, the small spread. Um they're taking away two and a half points from the Rams. I still take them. I think it'll be an over uh, over fifty four and a half um, game since that's what the over over under is. Uh, they'll go over that. Um, I, I'm thinking shootout, but I think the Rams cover it very well. I think it'll be like thirty five twenty eight one one score game one score game to the Rams favor. Not I don't think it's going to be won by a field goal. If it does, still in the Rams favor. So. 
I got Rams in this matchup. Up next, we got, I think this is a London game because it's um, at 6 a.m. I want to say it's a London game. It's a London game. So the London game against um, the New York Jets and the Atlanta Falcons. I don't know why <laughs> London games, and I know they don't plan this, but they're usually against like terrible team versus terrible team or bad team versus bad team. Their, their records are not there by the time they get to London. Um, and this is the case. We got the one and three Jets and the one and three Falcons. Jets finally coming um, coming and getting their win last week against against Titans. You know, nice little magic happened at the end. Um, Zach Wilson was able to show some of his skills that game, so um, it was a good win for them. Um, I had some um, on the fantasy end. I had some good numbers come, coming from there. Um, it was good seeing. Uh, same thing with the Falcons. Good fantasy numbers coming out of there for Cordell Patterson, but they didn't get the win. They let Washington football team come back and beat them at the end. The curse still continues for the Falcons. And other than that, for the Falcons, I'm not seeing much from them. Um, Cordell pa- um, Patterson's really the only thing positive going on there. Mike Davis puts in some contribution. Same thing with Calvin Ridley, but nothing to the point that Patterson's really the only thing worth watching from the Falcons. Matty Ice ain't doing too well. Um, Yeah, but the Jets have a little bit more optimism. Um, Young quarterback on the team, they don't have the best blocking, but he's a little bit mobile. Um, Crowder came back. That was a big boost to the offense as well. Spread that ball around. Um, The defense... Not that bad. Not that bad. Um, yeah, and when if they can't produce, they'll get bullied. But on the defensive end, they can make some stops, which is good for them and keeping them in games. So um, I got Jets winning. They're giving the points to the Falcons, but, I mean, to the Jets. So Jets are the underdog. I'm still taking the th- three points as well. I think that we, I think this is the shootout where we, we all wanted from the Falcons and like any other team. Cause even though last week, I guess it was a shootout against Washington football team that we weren't expecting that one. This one, I think we could expect a shootout from the jets and the Falcons. Both teams could be scoring past 28 this, this week, but I got the jets over 46 on to the next. We got the Philadelphia Eagles versus Carolina Panthers. Um, Eagles just took another loss against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they pretty much lost the game early, but they're still able to put 30 points on the Chiefs defense. Um, Chief defense ain't that great, but um shows you that with a very lax defense, um, Jalen Hurts can make something happen on that team. So um, something to um, note, but they're going against Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers just lost against the Cowboys, but um, they stayed within the game and that like it wasn't no shutout or anything. Yeah, the game was pretty much won early. Um, I would say by the start of the third quarter, but um, Cowboys did let them come back, so there was still a chance, still a chance. But 
Um, that was also with no Christian McCaffrey and um, some injuries on defense. But um, um, I got news today that Carolina just traded for Stephen Gilmore. I mean, he's still out right now, but in the future, that's going to make a big deal. Um, Carolina's defense, big deal. They're, they're about it, but um, that's bad for the Eagles. Um I'm going to expect much like the Eagles against the Cowboy game going into Carolina's favor. Um, might be a rough game for Jalen Hurts. Um, who knows? But um, Sam Darnold looking all right when he has some protection, which he does in Carolina. He can make things happen with DJ Moore. So um, we'll see what the Eagles can do on that end. But I my pick is the Carolina Panthers. They're giving three and a half points to the Eagles. I think Carolina covers it. They'll go over the 45-point threshold. I got with Carolina. Up next, we got the Bungles, Bengals versus the Green Bay Packers. Um, I say Bengals are the biggest surprise, one of the biggest surprises of the season because um, they're doing so well. Um, a lot of things that we've seen on the preseason, they're proving us wrong, like Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Um, the line, the line's able to hold 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 it down. Not the best, but they're giving Joe Burrow a little bit more time than last year, so that's great because you give you give that guy time, he'll throw it, he'll throw it in tight spots. So, um, things are looking up for the Bengals. Their defense looks pretty decent too. You know, they 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 make it what they what they got. They make what they got. So, um. I feel like continued success will come from the Bengals this season, just not against the Packers. Um, I'm going to say the first game of the season for the Packers was a fluke. Much of what they said, they were flat. They Something was off that game. I think that was true because ever since then, they've been winning decisive games. You know, Even in the 49er game, I felt like they won it early, even though they had to come back at the very, very end. I, I had no stress over the Packers winning winning that game. So um, the Packers are going to be doing good from here on out. I think they should handle the Bengals. Uh, they're giving three points to the Bengals, still pick Packers on, on the spread end. And points is going to be over 51 points. Um, uh, I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under because um, – no, no, no. I'm going over. We're going over. I I, I, I don't know. Po- the points over – excuse me. Over-unders are crazy. I think more and more I just go over a lot of the times because all it takes is that break of coverage and touchdown can be scored, and that forces people to, you know, score more. Anywho, I got Packers in their spread, and we're going over 51 points. Up next, we got the Houston Texans and the New England Patriots. Um, I got Patriots this one. If Mills is still playing, I I, I don't think much of the Texans right now. Um, everyone else is not. Everyone else is somewhat suffering. <laughs> When Mills is playing. So whenever Tyrod Taylor comes back, I think he's uh, a week or two off. 
But whenever Tyrod Taylor comes back, I might look into the Texans a little bit more and be like, mm, they might upset. But as of right now, I got the Patriots. I even got the um, – I don't got them with their spread. I'm actually going with the Texans. So got the Patriots winning, but I'm going with the Texans with the spread. It's nine points. So that's why I'm going there. And I think they'll go over 39 and a half points. Um, yeah, these are two teams that don't really score that much. But this is a perfect opportunity for Mac Jones to try to run up the scoreboard, I feel. Um, show some type of offensive, I don't know, like prowess. I don't know. This is their opportunity to showcase themselves because even in, in their only win against the Jets, they've just been stale. Stale, stale, stale. So, um I think this is a perfect opportunity to kind of open up the playbook against the Texans. Texans are not doing really good right now. They just got shut out by Buffalo. So, um, yeah, um, hopefully that happens. I got the packs. Go with Texans on the spread, giving them nine. But they're going to go over 39.5 points. I feel like it's going to be a mid-20 game from both of them. Up next, we got the Tennessee Titans versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Titans just lost in overtime against the Jets, giving them their first win. Um, I don't know what's going on with this team other than handing the ball off to Derrick Henry. Um, they did lose both their, their receivers, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. But uh, even then, um, with them on the team, they're playing, but they're playing. They're playing hurt, so it's not good. Texas, Tennessee's Tennessee's line's not doing that great too in protecting Tannehill, so a lot of his flaws are coming out this season. But um, they're playing against Jag- Jaguars. Um, they're zero and four. They probably played their best game to date against the Bengals. The most complete game, no turnovers, no nothing. They start utilizing James Robinson. Hopefully that trend continues. Hopefully Trevor Lawrence doesn't commit no turnovers like last game. So I feel like there's a chance for Jaguars to win. But due to the distraction that Urban Myers did, not a good look on him, not a good look on the team. I don't think they turn it around after this game. I feel like they're they're on that hangover from Urban Myers distraction. Tennessee wins the game i'm still picking tennessee with their spread four and a half four and a half points going against them but i think it'll be over 48 and a half points that's what i think up next we got the detroit lions versus the minnesota vikings this is a very interesting game morally on the minnesota vikings part because um other than having a not really having a defense they've been within within games a lot of close games that they've been playing um their losses have been basically one score type ordeals um the browns ones was a little bit more of a fluke because i feel like if baker connected with some of his passes that score could have went higher but they didn't so it's still one score game i feel like the vikings should have been two and two but they're not. But against the Lions team, um, I think this one might could be a shootout. 
because of the lack of defense for the Vikings. But I feel like the Lions are going to be clawing for a win. Um, um, this is a favorable matchup for the Lions offense to come um, and try to pull an upset. Do I think it happens? No. I think the Vikings will win this game. But I do think Lions will cover a uh, 9.5 spread. They're giving the point 9.5 points to the Lions. I say take that. But I think it's going to be a close game. Probably going around 27-24. Um, but it will go in the Vikings' favor. Um I I think I think Lions are going to be that team where they're going to get their win probably mid mid in the season late in the season, but they they play hard they play hard that the offense is struggling it's not it's not the best right now but some protection is happening for Jared Goff um, they don't give up um, but I think Vikings have this in the bag um, yeah giving points, nine, nine points to the um, Lions, and they'll go over, where is it, where is it, where is it, 49 and a half points, 49 points. Up next, we got the Steelers and the Broncos. Um, Broncos got their four, first loss yesterday. Um, even though they were losing by the Ravens by then, um, Teddy Bridgewater did get out with a concussion. And that kind of changed the directory of the game. Uh, Drew Locke came in, and we realized that there's a reason why Bridgewater was the starting quarterback. Drew Locke wasn't performing. Um, They weren't scoring. But um, if Bridgewater doesn't come in this game, which I don't think so, Drew Locke will be starting, and I don't think he could win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Even with that defense, I, I, I don't. I don't have faith in Drew Locke no more. That that ship has sailed. Um, I think against this Pittsburgh Steelers defense, if everyone's healthy in this one, will um, decimate the Broncos offense. A lot of injuries that happen to this Broncos offense. So um, not saying that they're bad. It's just in, the injury bug hit them, and it's rough when your backups aren't aren't are going to be the reasons why you lose, you know, and I think that's the case. Um, but Steelers aren't doing too hot either. Their offense is pretty stale as well. Big Ben can't really throw the ball as he used to, or, you know, get the protection like he used to. So that's a problem as well. But if they stick to a game plan that involves a lot of Najee Harris into the mix, I think they'll win a very tough game. I got Steelers with a, a one point going against them, and I think they'll go over thirty nine and a half points. I got Steelers on this one. Up next, we got the Miami Dolphins versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, one of the disappointing teams in the NFL would probably be the Dolphins. Um, we thought that the offense was going to get a little bit of a boost, but um, no. Um, more and more people are going on the IR, which is not good. Uh, Will Filler is back on the IR. Um, yikes. Um, so yeah, um, Tua should be getting off the IR soon. I think who knows? I don't know, but 
we got Jacoby Brissett at home, and um, he's a good quarterback, but just the offense ain't. I, I don't think the offense is right for him. For all the weapons that he, he um, all the all the skill positions he skill position he has, um, like tight end, r- running back, receivers. There's just a lot of uncertainty in all those positions to really say that uh, he's got p- people that he could throw to. It's just I feel like they don't know how to use any of them. So they're a little bit in a funk. Defense is also in a funk too. They're not playing how they were last year which is a problem, I feel. And um, you're going to see a lot of that this game. I think the Bucks will pick them apart. Um, Bucks will win. I think this is going to be a game where they're going to start questioning Brian Flores. Um, you know, well, well, you know, are you worried about your job, yada, yada, yada. But I think that's going to be a defining game for him af- after on how the attitude of the team goes from here. It could be a good thing. It could be the spark that gets the Dolphins going from here on out after this after this loss against Tampa Bay. So um, I think Tampa Bay wins. They'll even cover a 10-point spread, I feel, and they'll be going over 48.5 points. Bucks had a very sluggish game against the Patriots, and I feel like that's they're going to boom after um, that boring game against the Patriots so that's what I got they'll beat the Dolphins they'll cover spread they'll cover the over under next we got the Washington football team versus the New Orleans Saints New Orleans Saints is the big um what kind of football team you are I don't know what kind of football team they are they want to win some games they want to lose some games who knows who knows what they want to do but um Everyone's looking at the Packer game when they went against the Packers, like as a fluke game because they came out all cylinders. You know the defense got turnovers, got pressure, and um, the last three games, it's kind of been there. It's kind of not. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, I just don't think. I th- the biggest problem is they're not utilizing Kamara. Don't know why, but they're not utilizing him. I feel like they need to put a little bit more trust in Jameis Winston in the ball because he's still only throwing the ball like 20 times. The offense doesn't look like it wants to go in at all. So um, I think there's an identity issue on the offense with the Saints right now. They need to figure that out if they want to you know, be contenders this year. But... Um, yeah, they're going against the Washington football team with um, Heineke at helm. And this, it almost feels like, when you watch the Washington football team, it's almost like fuck it back, backyard football that they're playing sometimes. Especially when they're coming back from a deficit. They seem like, okay, let's just, let's just chuck the ball and see where it goes, you know. And it, it got them a dub last week. You know, I think it'll give them a dub this week. They'll cover their, they're the underdogs, so they're giving them two points. I got them, but I feel like if Saints allow Jameis Winston to participate in the shootout, I don't know who will win, but I feel like it's, it gives me shootout vibes, this game. But I got, I got the Washington football team winning it. 
Um, the over is 44 and a half points. I, yeah, I got them over. Over under is 44 and a half points. I got them over. Washington football team wins. Um, I'm next. We got Cowboys versus the Giants division game. Cowboys are on the roll right now. But is this the trap game? Is this where the Cowboys take their foot off the pedal? I hope not. So, um, yeah, I think Cowboys will definitely win this game. They'll cover their seven-point um, spread going against them. And they'll go over 52 points. I'm a th- I'm honestly going to say this is going to be much like the Eagle game. Um, Cowboys dominate on offense. Um, Cowboys defense will make some stops, but I think Giants will score like about 21 points, I feel. Cowboys could score about high 30s to 40 points again. And I think Giants at least two touchdowns. At least two touchdowns I feel like they're going to score. Um, yeah. Because um, I think the de- the defense will play soft towards late in the game, which will give opportunity for Giants to try to um, score. So I don't think a complete shutout will happen, but um, it's going to be a pretty dominant game by the Cowboys. Cowboys win. Pick them on the spread as well. They'll be over 42, 52 points. Up next, we got the Cleveland Browns versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers coming off a big Monday night win against the Raiders. They're leading their d- division, the AOC West, a very tough AOC West. Um, so this is a momentum um, boost for the Chargers. And um, like I was saying on the recap, I didn't even look at the schedule. I just felt, oh, Chargers won the Monday night. They'll win their next three games. And I'm going to stick by it, even against the Browns. Browns got defense, yes. Still not confidence in the offense. They got weapons. It's just successfully using them correctly. And um, they're real. I feel like they're a more run-heavy team because of Chubb and Cream Hunt. But when they get in the pass mode, they gotta use. They gotta get the ball to OBJ. The thing is, they try to, but they can't. Baker's not making the correct throws. I don't know if there's a problem there, but um, he needs to get that shit together because um, last week against the Vikings is not going to happen against the Chargers. So um, if he doesn't do that, they're going to lose. And I think the Chargers are going to lose. I mean, the Browns are going to lose this game. Chargers are going to cover their one and a half point spread, but it's going to be over 47 and a half points. So, so I got the Chargers winning. Browns will make it a game, but Browns are going to do Brown things. So, yeah. Up next, we got the Bears versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Yeah. Um, I think the Raiders will win this game. I almost lost faith. I did lose faith on the Chicago offense last week and then they performed they performed because they started using utilizing David Montgomery one of their best players on the offense right now he got hurt so he's probably not going to play this week but if I feel like even with Damian Williams they could replicate 
similar success on that end and help out Justin Field. Justin Field had a pretty decent game last week as well. He connected with Mooney last week. Mooney had a big game. So I you see the potential right there. What we kind of see with Justin Field and others on the, on the field at the same time is just putting it all together. Um, not a big fan of Matt Nagy. I think he I, I think he goes at the end of the season or earlier, but um, um, I'm not liking the play calls what they're calling. I mean, yes, last week they did it well because they won the game too and produced yards. I hope they try to do a, something similar again. They don't escape from game plans. They give nice protections, but we'll see. Um, hopefully it's a game, but I got the Raiders winning, and they're covering their five-and-a-half-point spread. Um, I think the over-under will be a 44-and-a-half. I think so. Raiders should bounce back. This is a good bounce-back game for the Raiders against a tough loss against the Chargers. But if Raiders do lose this game, ugh. On to the next. We got another division game coming here. We got the 49ers versus the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals, big dogs in the NFC West right now, undefeated. They just um, took down the Rams right now. So they're on top. They got the momentum right now. Niners just came from a loss from Seattle. I think we know the problem about San Fran right now it's the injuries. They can't stay healthy as a team. Another year of just injuries. And um, it doesn't get better for, for them going against the Cardinals right now with all these injuries happening. I'm, they're going to they're gonna get a loss. Garoppolo might be out as well. So the cards are against the Niners right now. And until then, I'm not confident on the Niners pulling out this dub against the cards right now. So I got the cards with... Five and a half points going against them. But I do think the over-under is going to be 50. I still think Niners are able to put up points. It's just they're not going to be keep. They can't keep up. They won't be able to keep up with all these injuries. So I got cards. Sunday night football, we got the Buffalo Bills. Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs had um, a lot of tough games. They start off the t- uh, season tough. Um, last week was their easiest game against the Eagles. They put up 42, but they did allow 30. So that's not great on on the defensive end. And they're getting against the Bills. Bills have been shutting out two teams already. One by 40 against the Houston Texans. 135 against Miami Dolphins. Uh, not great teams, but those are shutouts. Hard to do in the NFL nowadays. Um, another 43-point effort over the Washington football team. Defense did allow some, but Bill's defense is playing really, really good right now. And um, I'm not saying the Bill's defense is going to totally stop the Chiefs, but they will stop them enough that they won't score as much. Bill's, on the other hand, got a very nice Chiefs defense to eat up. So I think Bill's will score over 40. I think KC only scores like around 30. I got Bills this game. And I'm taking their spread of two and a half points going for the Bills because Bills are the underdog right now. I think the point spread will be over 56 and a half points. We're going with over. I got Bills winning this game. 
And for the last game, we got Indianapolis Colts versus the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Colts have a lot of injuries. Um, yeah, um, we got people playing injured. Lack of identity on, on the offensive end. Um, I know they want to be a run team, but when you got some injuries on key positions like um, Quentin Nelson being out, things like that, it's hard to run the ball, I guess. But um, their passing ain't giving them any help either. Um, they have potential in the receiver receiving core, but they, they need like a true veteran presence there. Um, T.Y. is hurt. So, you know, it's like, where's the they could have got a, a a veteran presence in the offseason but they didn't they wanted to run with their receiving core what they had but ty got hurt again so um yeah it's tough 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 defense ain't playing as well as um as the past but that's also due to injuries so um coach just seem like they're operating like a broken team right now um just on just on the injury side of things, so it doesn't help him against this matchup against Baltimore. Baltimore also dealt with a lot of injuries, but they're at least chalking up wins. Um, the running back situation is very, very weird. I don't know who their main back is. They say Latavius Murray, but um, there's a lot of shuffling going on there, and I don't think it's certain who the main back is going to be on a week-to-week basis. Because Lamar Jackson is still leading their team in rushing. Um, Lamar Jackson is the team. Um, he'll definitely get this win for them against the Colts. Um, they're also taking they're taking away seven points with the spread. I still got the Ravens. Um, it's going to be a um, interesting game. A lot of a lot of running. But I still think a lot of scoring will gonna ha- is gonna happen. Um, Baltimore receivers need to step up. Maybe, probably this game they'll step up. But on a regular basis, they need to step up and um, you know get open for Lamar to throw to. He's too good of a talent to be um, you know running the ball so much. I feel or just having the, uh, you know in the situation like what they have right now with the broken. Um, running back situation um that he could rely on the pass a little bit more so we'll we'll see what happens but i got ravens i got them with the spread and they'll go over 46 and that 46 points that is week five of spuddy's quick picks um like always hear what i gotta say compare contrast talk shit yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know what you think. Um, you know, this is just what I think, how it's going to play out. I'm wrong sometimes. I'm right sometimes. So, yeah. Um, on that note, go ahead, subscribe, follow, support the Buds and Sports Podcasts on the main platforms that you like. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on the YouTubes. Um, you can talk to us on IG and Twitter. We're open. Um, go ahead, you know, support, share with people. Yeah. Um, th- yeah. I'm Spuddy McGee. This is the Button Sports Podcast.
And those are my picks. Bye.